0: Psalm 37 and this is why I'm telling you all this verse 22 promise you is why I'm telling you this we got some blessed people in this church man I love you guys for real Um, and I believe y'all are going to do great things in the kingdom of God and in life here we go For those blessed by him will inherit what? Uh, But those cursed by him will be what? The steps of a man are established by the Lord. And he delights in his ways. Verse 24, wait. When he falls, he will not be hurled headlong because the Lord is the one who holds his hands. I want to talk about practical. I want to talk about this morning when your steps are ordered by God. When your steps are ordered by god come on father thank you for your word now i ask for the forgiveness of my sins stand in my body think with my mind speak with my voice cancel the schemes and plans of the enemy and bless your people now lord allow us to hear a word from you that will change our lives thank you for this opportunity to preach in jesus name amen thank god you may be seated in the presence of God, thank you, uh, thank you, ushers. Amen. 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 This, 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 this passage of scripture has been uh, on my mind <clears throat> for a very long time. I was just waiting for the moment to preach it, and when I think about um, the life that we live. We wonder sometimes if God is with us because life can throw us things that make us wonder, that make us think. Well, if there's a God, then why is this happening? If there's a God, then how come this and that is the way it is? I don't know about you, but I've had the why questions. (laughs) Why does my family... mm, Why does my friends we have questions we all have questions but the one thing that I know about every person in this building today is that you are not an accident where you are right now is not an accident it's not not chance it is because there is someone bigger there is a God that created this universe there's a God that sits high and looks low and he's intimately acquainted with all your ways now if I had time I would preach this whole this whole psalm, this whole book because it's that powerful And someone here today, I encourage you that no matter if your steps look like stops, you got to remember that God not only controls the steps, but he controls the stops. He knows where to place you. He knows he has great timing. The one thing about God I can tell you, he has great timing. He couldn't do it any better. Amen. In seven days, he created the world. I wish I had somebody. He knows. He knows. He knows the seasons. He knows the times. He knows everything about your life. But the thing about it is, oftentimes, the enemy will try to convince you that the direction that you're heading in, amen, is the right one. Because in that that path that you're going down, it may seem like a lonely path. The enemy plays what I found out is he plays on our emotions. He plays emotional games. He tries to get you to feel like you're not good enough. You're not smart enough. You're not spiritual enough. But I encourage you today to let you know something that nothing in your life catches God by surprise. Your steps are ordered. By God. This psalm, this particular psalm, it's a simple message. This particular psalm written by David, it was written as a message to the people in the midst of trouble. God's people were becoming impatient. Here's what I'm saying to you. There are times in this journey where we can think, man, I've been waiting a long time. When is my time? When is it going to happen for me? But, but the writer is saying to the people, you've got to learn how to be patient. You have to realize that you're not just waiting for earthly rewards, you're waiting for eternal rewards. And your eternal rewards will abundantly surpass your temporal troubles. Are you with me? Tell your neighbor, trouble don't last always. And I want to tell you to somebody here, when it seems like, amen, you are lost in this journey, you got to remind yourself that it will not last. David is writing this, Psalm 37, and he exhorts the people, and he tells them that, Listen. You got to understand. He exhorts them, and he's encouraging them, and he's giving them instructions. and 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 look, look, look. It starts off really in verse one, and it's the whole theme. He says, "Do not fret." You with me? Listen. Don't don't burn up when you see the wicked doing better than you. I'm going to help you with something today. He he says, don't don't get welled up with anger just because you feel like you didn't get what you deserve. You're on the path that God has, and yes, you want you want it to be better. But here's the thing: you can't get better if you're not broken down. Oh. See, we're often thinking that we are ready. Yeah. Told you the young man, Tiafimo Lopez, who had three point five million dollars a year ago. Watch this: he thought he was ready lost it all and that's how life is if you hold on to the wrong things it will leave you but if you hold on to the lord i promise you when you get to your destination you realize you're there because he brought you there do i have anybody Don't fret when you see people doing better than you. Don't get angry because of evildoers, because of wrongdoers. The Bible says, and it's right there in verse 2, for they will wither what? Quickly. Like grass. It's like getting your grass cut. They're up one day and then all of a sudden they're gone. But the question I have for you is what are you after? What are you after? Because verse 3, what does he say? He says, trust in the Lord. And what do good? <laughs> Amen. You can't get a do good if you ain't doing good. <laughs> a well done if you ain't doing well. You with me? But the question is, how do we? How do we? How do we understand that our steps are ordered by God? Let me let me say this to you, okay? You can't live life being angry all the time. Can I minister to you this morning? Okay, you're either going to deal with your anger or you're going to continue to live with it. All right? And and here's the thing, we get angry because we want to control situations. And we also want to control people. You with me? He said, be patient. Verse seven, be patient. Don't fret because of him who prospers in his way. Hmm? Because of a man who carries out wicked schemes. He says what? Cease from what? Anger. Forsake wrath. You see the word fret? The word all through. It's a theme. And what he's saying is that what was happening to the children of Israel, they were looking around. They were seeing everybody doing better than them. And then they were saying like, we following God, so why are we out here again? David understood something, right? David understood something that you could get angry about situations or you can take situations and you can turn it around and do something about it rather than keep complaining about it. You with me? Oh, it ain't working out for me. uh, Look what he says. I'm, I'm fast forwarding the story now. Look what he said. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go to verse twenty-two. Verse twenty. Verse twenty-one. All right. Look. 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 What it said in verse twenty-one. The wicked. What? And what? They, man, they still got your stuff. <laughs> Listen, the folk that don't pay you back, they're wicked. But they're the ones that you're angry about. They're the ones that we are angry about. They're the ones that we're fretting about because it looks like they, they, they got it going on, but they're living with borrowed stuff. Stop borrowing people's stuff. Inside joke. <laughs> the wicked borrows and does not want pay back, but the righteous, what does the righteous do? The righteous are gracious and what? righteous people are givers you know why look check it out right (laughs) you know why the righteous gives because they know they're going to get it back but see the wicked borrows they don't give guess what and they keep it and then they're still upset about it but the righteous person gives right Watch this. Steps are ordered by God. Watch this. For those blessed by him. Now we get into our passage. For those blessed by him. Now I'm talking about this today. When your steps are ordered by God. I want to help somebody with something today. The first thing you will learn is this. You will learn to what? Can I say this to you real quick? Not everybody recognizes that all the things that they have is a blessing. But when your steps are ordered by God, you realize, man, this is a blessing. When when you I'm talking about everything, not just some things. Watch this, not every good thing is a blessing either. You realize it was a blessing that you had a bad relationship. Because the relationship you have now is great. You understand what I'm saying? Watch this. Because you know, like, man, had I not been through, thank God for the blessing. I was going to use an illustration. I'm not going to use that one. But here's, you understand what I'm saying? How many of you have had bad relationships? Some of you have had some bad relationships. How many of you have had some bad dealings with business deals? Right? Right? But what did it do for you? Watch this. How many of you wanted to get involved in things, right? But then something just stopped you. Come on, man. Right? But then when you saw the outcome, you're like, man, I'm sure glad. Tell your neighbor that's a blessing. And can I help us with something with our Western mind? We got to stop thinking just all good things are blessings. Because in their bad things, there's some blessings in that. And I thank God for my bad experiences because my bad experiences prepares me to appreciate what comes after. Come on, somebody, and help me today. Blessings will come, but you've got to remember where it came from and who you're going to give credit to. He says, for those blessed by him, look what it says, will inherit the land. Think about that for a minute. Now, now he is he is alluding to the to the land seed blessings of Abraham. But check this out. Here's what I'm trying to say to you. He says that those that are blessed by God will recognize that as a ble- that when your steps are ordered by God. But check this out. He says you're not going to take anything. You're going to inherit something. Now, there's a difference between an inheritance and something that's just something that you just got you with me he says that you will inherit what the land and what he's really alluding to the fact that the things that god blesses you with when you get a blessing from the lord it's going to come in such a way watch this that not only will you have it Come on somebody, but you will continue to have it and then you will pass it on to your children and then your children will pass it on to their children and then all of a sudden you have a chain reaction going on. When your steps are ordered by God, nobody can take what God has given you. Do I have a witness? He says, he says those blessed by him will inherit what? land. Now look at the next part of this verse. He says, but those what? So what this is called in, in, in the Hebrew language, is called a contrast. All right, so you see one side of the spectrum and then you see another side of the spectrum, right? You see one side, he says, those blessed by him what? will what? Listen, those who are blessed by God will continue to inherit stuff. Notice I said not. He's not gonna get just give. You will inherit it. So therefore, it's deeded to you. Therefore, nobody can take it from you. Why? Because God is the one that gave it to you. Do you understand what I'm saying? Here's the thing: we ought not to covet what other people have because you're gonna get your own. God gonna give you own. You with me? Watch this. He says, "But those what cursed by him will be what." But tell your neighbor when your steps are ordered by God. Number two, number two, number two. You'll never be cut off. Sometimes it may feel like you're cut off. You know what God is doing? He's reminded you where you got your blessing from. (laughs) You ever been there where where you're like, man, 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 I, I used to have. Anybody? I used to, uh, and then, look, when you get around people, you start talking about what you used to have. Quit talking about what you used to have. Talk about what you have. You see what I'm saying? Because what you have, what you lost, you shouldn't, you, you listen. what, Guess what, it, it, we'll just blame it on immaturity. You with me? But watch this, he says, he says those cursed by him, can I say this, you don't want to be cut off by God. Some people are so cut off by God, they're living in darkness, okay? But they're still surviving. And the thing about God is this. When your steps are ordered by him, you won't have no blackouts. Come on, help me. You'll never be cut off. You hear, I use the word never, okay? I stand on that because I'm a living witness. I've been cut off before. Anybody been cut off? Anybody had some blackouts from God? I'm talking about from God. Well, you're like, man, I don't even understand what's going on. You understand what I'm saying? I don't even understand why I'm living like this. I don't even know why I can't see a brighter day. Come on, somebody. I don't even understand why when I try to take one step forward, I keep falling right back. Some sometimes you even say, Man, I'm cursed. But when your steps are ordered by God, you got to be careful. You got to remind yourself of something that just you're, you're a child of God. Okay. And no matter what path you take, listen, if you have given your life to Jesus Christ, if you've accepted him in your heart, and if you've taken a detour on this journey, guess what? Your steps are still ordered. You're supposed to go through that. Okay. It does not mean that God is cut you off completely, but like a good parent. Like a good neighbor. If they fall. No. <laughs> All right. That was just to loosen y'all up. Because that, that curse part is kind of deep, right? <laughs> Seriously, like when you think about like, okay, and when you're cursed, you're cut off. Well, that's deep, ain't it? Listen, every dollar you get is gone. Every opportunity you've ever had is gone. But when your steps, you got to say it, my steps are ordered by God. Watch watch verse 23. I'm about to sit down and watch. he about to be out of here. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. You ready? He says, The steps now of what? You know, the King James says the steps of a good man. Okay? Uh, This word, steps, has the idea of your life unfolding. My steps. My steps. Okay, now I'm going to help you with something now. And it's going to bless you. I promise you this next point is going to bless you. It says the, the steps of a man are established. That word established means to make firm. To be set. Uh, to be in an upright position all the time. So when you step are ordered by God, the next thing is, you ready for this? Who wouldn't serve God? Like I don't understand why people I mean like man <laughs> So quiet boy Like seriously like I've been shouting on that point Like yay hey, Set for life What does set for life mean? My daughters, they think they're set for life. They have that belief. You know why? Because they're relying on me and my wife, right? They're like, man, we ain't worried about nothing, daddy. Always in my pocket. Always in my pocket. (laughs) Even when I try to make them responsible, they're always in my pocket. Okay, but they feel like I'm set for life. What a great deal. Like when your steps are ordered by God, you're like, man, I'm set for life. Now you have to say that. I'm set for life. I'm saying one more time. I'm set for life. And it ain't just about money. It's about the peace that you wake up with. It's about the joy that you have. It's about the fact that no weapons formed against me shall so prosper. It is about this. I, I was young. I'm going to get to that next week. But, I, but but let me say this. Let me say this to you. There's nothing that the enemy can do to stop what God has already ordained for your life. Listen, listen. Can I tell you this? If he says your steps are ordered. So I'm, I got a sneaky suspicion that in there somewhere I'm going to stop. So even my stops are ordered by him. Where I am right now is where I'm supposed to be. Watch this. And what you got to do is pay attention rather than get all mad and upset and all this stuff about what's happening. Just pay attention. Pay attention to the people God has put in your life. Pay attention to the divine encounters that you're having because I want to tell you something. I want to tell you something. I'm set for life. I'm a lifer, okay? I'm set for life. I don't want anything. I don't need anything. Guess what? I have the greatest thing ever. Jesus Christ. And you do too. But you got to believe that. You can't make your relationship with God just about when things are bad. Like, okay, here I am. Set for life. Set for life means you know that God is with you. Watch this. You belong where you belong. And stop apologizing for your blessing. I'll never forget, not too long ago, I told the guy, I said, hey, man, I want to buy that car from you. He's like, Pastor, you pull up in the car, and people are going to think about, it, man. I said, oh, really? I'm set for life. Amen. See, you don't realize you don't need money to be rich. You need strategy to be rich. <laughs> You could take $5 and make a million. I said five. Check this out. You could invent a little gadget for five bucks. Right? And it catch on, and you become a billionaire. Tell your neighbor, set for life. When your steps are ordered by God, see, he, he set you up. But we, as believers, sometimes we put too much emphasis on material. What God wants to change in all of us is our character. He wants to stop lying all the time. He wants us to stop tripping all the time. He wants us to be content with what we have. You know what I'm saying? He wants us to make the best of a bad situation. Listen, you remember when you all you had was bread and nothing to put on it? See, some of you ain't never lived that kind of way. You know what I'm saying? Now you can do anything you want to do. See, the enemy will paint this picture and it's going to get bad. It ain't never going to get better. We always gonna live like this because why are we from the hood? Man, please. He gonna keep painting that picture before you. He gonna keep telling you. He gonna keep lying to you that it's never gonna get better. But I'm set for life. And the reason I say I'm set for life is because my steps are what? He says he establishes it. Like, seriously, like, Who's directing your life right now? Who is the maestro? Jesus. Right? He sent you here today. You didn't even know. You're like, oh, shoot, I just had to go to church. (laughs) Watch this. Watch what the text says. So, So now that we've done the good things about our steps are ordered by God, let's look at some other stuff. He says what? He says, verse 24 now, I got 10 minutes and 21 seconds. Watch this. When he falls, you know what the problem is with more Christians? They don't think that they'll ever fall. And that's the lie that the TV preacher tells them, like, you're going to be great. You're always going to be on top. No. uh -uh. That's not true. I ain't just blaming the TV preacher. I'm just saying that's not true. Look what he says. He says, when he falls... You know what that means? That's an emphatic. It means, yes, you will fall. He will not be what? Hurled headlong. You see? In other words, you're not going to hit your head. That word, that word there, that word there means to be overwhelmed emotionally from something that has agitated your life. Are you with me? Watch this. To be attacked. So what's the What's the next point, Pastor? Give it to me. You will fall when your steps are ordered by God. But what? Look at the key word, though. The key word is what? Thank you. Listen, some of us fall and we stay down because we think it's over, like God's God's through with me. You were supposed to fall. So we could see what was really in you. So you can see what's really in you. What kind of strength you have. What kind of courage you possess. What type of ability that you have. Is there any humility in me? But but look, these are the steps that are ordered by who? By God, right? These are steps that's ordered by God. David fell, didn't he? David was hanging out on the rooftop. The place right where he got married. He got married on the rooftop. Amen. And then the Bible says, this messes people up, okay. He had a heart after God, correct? Correct, am I right? But I'm going to help somebody with something. Watch this. David stepped out on his rooftop that day. And he looked to the right. And lo and behold, Lord Jesus, a PYT. Pretty young thing, baby. And she had no clothes on. She was bathing. We got kids in Oh, She was taking a shower. David, who had 3,000 concubines, he already had side pieces. You with me? But there's something about this one. See, we all have something that we're weak to. I'm trying to help you. So don't, don't think that, oh, I'm a Christian, I'm just, I'm gonna be here. You got something that you're weak to. And you fall for it every time. But just because you fall, don't you stay down. Don't you allow the guilt of your fall. But at some point, though, you got to stop using that as an excuse to stay down. Or you ought to write that down in your notes somewhere. At some point, you have to stop using your fall as an excuse to stay down. See, when you know that your steps are ordered by him. Like, I know my steps are, I know I am where I'm supposed to be. I know this for a fact. But in the midst of that, knowing that, every now and then I have a little fall. I'm like, dang. Man, I messed up. I was doing good. I was even marking off the calendar, like, yeah, 30 days, 60 days. Y'all ain't trying to hear me. Y'all not trying to hear me, right? Y'all want to be Christian today. Okay, go ahead. 120 days. And then, dang, I was doing good. But I thank God for his grace. I thank God. You ready for this? That my face didn't hit the floor. I may fall. But notice what he said. He doesn't go all the way down. Because God. Pulls you back. Man if God gives us over to what we really want to do. Come on y'all. Look what he says. God allows the fall. You understand what I'm saying? He allows it. Because how will you know what you're capable of (laughs) amen? if you don't go through that? Anybody with me? Anybody going through something right now? Anybody struggling with some things right now? You got to believe that your steps are ordered by who? By God. One more point. Watch this. He says, what what happens to this guy? He says, when he falls, he will not be hurled headlong because, because of what? You see, you see, you see the capital O? What does that tell you? Gosh, we're talking about God. How many believe that God holds you in his hands? Come on, you messed it up. But he still got his hands on you. I'm going to say it one more time. He still has his hands on you. He says, because the Lord is the one who holds his what? Oh, thank you, Lord. That even though I walk, you know when David wrote that? Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? Because the Lord is with me, holding my hands, walking me through these valleys. I've had mountaintop experiences, but I sure enough have had some valleys. But I thank God today that he knows, he cares, he understands, and at the right time, He extends his hands. I'm talking to somebody here here today. God has extended his hands to you. Because you've tripped. And you're about this close from hitting your face. And he puts his hands out. He grabs you. But here's the thing you got to remind. Last thing. When your steps are ordered by God, you'll know this. You'll know this. All right, listen to me real good. There are times, so so there are times where you got shout messages, and then you got thinking messages. This is one of them thinking messages. You're gonna think that you're the only one <laughs> that's going through what you're going through, but you're not alone. I preached this series, Practical, and I told you that you have the Holy Spirit. Remember that? And because you have the Holy Spirit, you'll never be alone. God's right hand means his protection, his power, his provision. And listen, he extends that hand to you always. When life looks it ain't over for you. I'm trying to help somebody today. It ain't over for you. You're just getting started. And see, here's the thing. There are a lot of people in this journey that believe that it's over, and so they've given up. You can't give up. You've come too far to turn back now. God is, will be there, and he will continue to be there. You have to trust him. You have to wait on him. You have to believe in him. Sometimes purchases come with extras that you have to purchase. A new car is a sizable investment. Along with that, purchase to enhance the car, they give you options to increase the price there's what's called a base price (laughs) and then there's the price that includes all the what? Extras. This is the case unless the car is considered top of the line. Many toys purchased for Christmas during the Christmas season indicate on the box that batteries are not included and must be purchased separately. The toy is now accessible but doesn't include power. What good is a toy that needs batteries? Grace is different. Grace comes with everything included. No batteries needed. God says everything you need. Amen. I've already done it for you. So grace is all inclusive. You don't have to add to it. You don't have to do anything to it. God says the reason you haven't been destroyed is because of my grace. My grace. And guess what? Stop trying to add to my grace because everything is included. Give God a hand clap. Of praise. Amen. To God be the glory. For the great things that he has done. I want to encourage somebody here today by saying this to you. You got to believe it though. Your steps are ordered by God.